Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We back, baby. Welcome back. Embrace debate. He's out for a little bit, a couple of weeks. But uh, we're back. We're back in the house. Desmond Johnson here with you. Cody Lashley from uh, the Carolina Cat Chronicles and Monty Fetty from the Four Man Rush. Every Monday live, 10.30 a.m. on Tobacco Road Sports Radio's YouTube channel. Uh, rate and subscribe. Pound that like button for us. Uh, go to youtube.com forward slash at Tobacco Road Sports Radio where you can catch this. You can catch the Cat Cave with uh, Michael, uh, oh, excuse me, Ryan Frick and Michael Davis uh, each week. It's some new stuff that will be coming on down the line here on the Keep Pounding Podcast Network powered by the Fans First Sports Network where you can find all kinds of podcasts on all of your teams in the NFL, Major League Baseball, and more. Monty, Cody, what's happening, fellas? What's going on this morning? How y'all doing? I'm doing good, man. It feels like the calm before the storm, you know? <laughs> We're getting a little bit of time off. But, man, once this training camp rolls around, man, it feels like it's about to kick into high gear, man. I'm happy to be here with y'all. Monty, yeah, what's man. happening, brother? How you doing, man? Hey, hey, fellas, I'm glad to be back. You know, like I said, I think it was a well, well needed two week break. Um, you know, like I said, it is, it is where we're just a couple of weeks out before training camp, and and when training camp starts, guys, it's gonna we're gonna have uh, not no shortage of things to talk about. You know, so I, I'm I'm excited. So let's get to it, brother. Yeah, we'll definitely have debates then. Of course, y'all know this is kind of the dead period right now, uh, in between a voluntary OTAs and then um training camp which will start late july so uh in this dead period we kind of doing something a little bit special i saw some folks talking about it on youtube uh that they were kind of uh that the previous episode that we had before this one 
was actually an unrated episode because of what we did towards the end. And it's our Panthers Mount Rushmore. And that's the entire episode today. Guys, you can uh, actually help us out on this debate. We are picking the top four Carolina Panthers to put on Mount Rushmore. But we're doing it in a unique way where it's a kind of fair uh, way to debate this. So let me explain how we're going to do this here. Uh, each uh, Monty and Cody each gets to select one Carolina Panthers player. Uh, the three of us will debate that that player versus the other. Uh, then we'll vote. The majority will move on. Pa uh, Carolina Panther players can only be nominated twice in this process. Once they're nominated twice, they cannot be nominated again. Previously on Embrace Debate, we had our first uh, slot selected. It was Cam Newton versus Steve Smith. Smitty won, which means Cam Newton can only be nominated one more time in the selection process. So uh, I'm actually hoping they pushed him a little bit further down. I have no idea who either one of these guys have selected for today on purpose. I didn't want to know who they were, so we could kind of go into it blind a little bit. Uh, but each of them are going to select a player, um, and we're going to debate this here. It's going to there's going to be some hurt feelings. There's going to be some players that aren't going to get in. There's only four spots, so like it's gonna it's gonna be painful here towards the end. Um, if you want to help us out in the debate, you can do so. Talk. Uh, you can comment underneath the Facebook Watch video here or at the YouTube uh, video. You can comment underneath. Your comments will show up here at the bottom of the screen, and we'll be able to comment on that as we go along here live. Um, guys, if you're ready to rock and roll, we can go ahead and dive into this here. Uh, who wants to throw in the first nominee for slot number two on the Panthers Mount Rushmore? Well, I won last time, so I think it's Cody's. Uh, there you go. So, yeah, so Cody's. Oh, what, 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 what a gentleman. What a gentleman. <laughs> All right, man. So, uh, look, uh, I, I lost the last round with Cam. I am not interested in losing today. So I'm picking number 59, Luke Keekley, the oh, best nice. linebacker Ooh. in the history what? of the Carolina Panthers. And look, shout out to Sam Mills. He implemented the culture. But there has never been a linebacker on the gridiron for the Carolina Panthers that had the full capability of Luke Kickley, man. We're talking about uh, just a, a guy that you knew was good for around 25 to 30 tackles a game, man. Nice. Flying around the football field, the commander of the defense. He was getting every defender uh, set up before the ball snapped. You know, he would have these uh, these this warfare battles with quarterbacks where they're calling audibles and then Luke is calling audibles, you know, telling TV what gap to fill. Luke Kickley did it all, man. You know, Buckkiss award winner, first round pick. And um, I mean, really all of those teams that we think about fondly, like 2013, 2015, our defense, which was some of the best in the NFL in the past decade, they do not look the same. Without Luke August Kickley, man, the dude was on another level. You can make the argument that every young off-ball linebacker coming up through high school and college, they're going to look at Luke Kickley as teaching tape for the next 20 years, man, because that's how you play it at the highest level. I'm not coming to lose today. Luke Kickley is my pick, man. I knew he was going to pop up eventually. I knew he was going to pop up early, actually, uh, Luke Kickley. Middle linebacker. You know, Carolina has a uh, a really good history of middle linebackers, like going back from the yeah. beginning all the way to today. Yeah. You know, there's not Dan really Morgan. Yeah, Dan Morgan, John Beeson, uh, yeah. Sam, even him and Thomas Davis. You know, Thomas you know. Davis. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and now um, I guess Shaq is the middle linebacker for, uh, playing for us. So I mean, it's a, there's a history there. Um, and shout out to the Carolina Panthers uh, 
video team, social media team for putting out um, that series that they started putting out. Uh, what's it called Blackout or whatever it is. It's on YouTube on the Panthers Network. Episode oh, one. The blueprint. Oh, the Blueprint. Yeah, yeah. Blueprint. blueprint. I I start. I watched the episode one. I think the second episode might have already dropped. I need to watch. That. Uh, no, it second one. Sec- yeah, today. today is six, and then the third one drops tomorrow. Oh, nice! Yeah. I love the behind the scenes stuff. It's almost like I can see why teams don't want to do hard knocks anymore because they can just do it themselves, yeah. kind of yeah. themselves in their own light. Light. So, shout out to them. Go check that out on the Panthers YouTube channel. So, uh, Cody with the Luke Keekley pick. I am very curious as to what uh, Monty's going to put up against this. Uh, Give us something interesting, brother. What what you got here? What you cook? Hey, man, if you, if hey. you say a certain name, we're not friends no more, <laughs> Guys, you know what? Somebody beat me to the comments. That's oh, exactly, come on, man. That's exactly who I'm going next. Golly, <laughs> I, I got to go. I got to go with the kink himself. Oh, no. Oh, no. I got to. I dare you, bro. I got, hey, man, we can't come over here and just uh, just tiptoe around it. We got to, you know, we got to make it interesting. <sighs> wow. Money, um, big joke there, like right hey, now. Man, <laughs> you want to know what, what what really did it for me, guys? You know, because on Twitter I've been doing the top ten Cam plays, and after just rewatching Cam in his prom, oh, it's Cam. I mean, it's you know, and I'm kind of uh, upset I didn't pick him first on the last round, just because it's like, Ooh. dude, when, when Cam was at his peak, there there weren't ten quarterbacks better than Cam. You know, I, I'm going to be f- first to say when he was at his peak, and I'm not even talking about just in 2015. We can go 2017. We can go before pre-injury 2018 when Cam Newton was at his prime, when he was healthy. There aren't there weren't ten quarterbacks better than him. Uh, we're talking about record books here. You know, there's no other player in the Carolina history in, in organization that's won an MVP or an Offensive Player of the Year. I don't believe Steve won Offensive Player of the Year the year he had the Triple Crown. Uh, so, think so yeah i don't i don't i don't think he did that either so um you know so I, again i'm when we're just talking about record books and in uh, in the days i know you have the laundry list of record books that uh cam has you know has accomplished you know so i feel like when, when we just look at what the totality of his career you know especially just at the panthers it's it's steve smith number one cam newton got to be number two bro um and it's and it's no shade to luke luke should be a hall of fame linebacker just like cam in my opinion should be a hall of fame quarterback but it, I gotta go. I gotta go with my man's. Got to. <sighs> you're wrong, bro. Yeah, that you're was so wrong. <laughs> yeah, Cody, so I love wrong. you, brother. I love nah, you. Man. you said, nah, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. No, nah, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> oh Lord. Uh I don't even know how to begin this here. So Cam Newton, Luke Keekley. We so Cam uh this is it for Cam. Like if Cam don't make it right here, he ain't getting in, which is nuts. Um Luke. Luke might be – is Luke the best defensive player we've ever had? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I mean, I, oh, yeah, no question. I, I mean, you, you, made, you made the argument between – just to ease my mind. Granddad is a little bro. It's one of those things where it's like – Yeah, if, if you were watching both of these players in their prime – and you know, like what they meant for the offense and the defense. But yeah, uh, I, I, this, 
Because hmm. <laughs> Cam, between the two, Cam is more of a unicorn than Luke, I think. I think you can find another Luke Keekley. I don't know if you can find another Cam Newton. Like ah, so that's kind of wild. I don't agree. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I I think both are when you talk about unicorns because if that's the case, we haven't found another Luke Keekley and is going on what four years now. It's like Luke's been going for Cam came back. I don't even count the you know the comeback year for for the, the six games. Yeah, I, I you know I I feel like that was just PR. So you know so Cam's been going what realistically four or five years. Luke's been going for, and we haven't realistically replaced either one. We were hoping Bryce is that replacement for Cam. We still haven't found, you know, Luke at his best was the best player in football. I mean, best defensive player in the league. You know, he he won that two years in a row, if I'm not mistaken. You know, so it was like him at his best, Luke, there was no better defensive player in the league when he was healthy as well. I just, it's hard to look like when you see guy when you see what he does in the New Orleans and when you see what he does to Seattle in 2015, it's like, dude, how do you, how do you bet against Cam Newton? But you got a strong argument, Cody. I'm not arguing. I mean, I, again, so, I love you, brother. So, I mean, look, 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 look at this. This is actually highlights. <laughs> yeah, right. But, 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 okay. But, all right. To be fair, Desmond, you got to throw up some Luke Kingsley highlights too now because, look, oh, yeah, like, read, read, read these highlights and awards, right? NFL Defensive Player of the Year 2013, Defensive Rookie of the Year 2012, five time first team All Pro. In 2013, 15, 17, and 18, seven-time Pro Bowler, two-time NFL tackle leader, uh, the NFL 2010s All-Decade Team, three-time Buckets Award winner in 2015, 14, and 17. Uh, I, I mean, it goes on and on. He won the Buckets Award in college. He has always been that dude at the linebacker position, and. See, this is why Monty makes me upset, man, because I got I to gotta <laughs> argue against Cam right now. But I feel like, you know, if you look at the past decade, and we kind of had this conversation before, there was like, you know, five to six elite-level quarterbacks that everybody looked at as like being unicorns, like best in the game. But I feel like Luke Kickley, and yeah, some people say Bobby Wagner, but I'm not even trying to hear all that, bro. L- Luke Kickley. Patrick was back in the yeah, day. yeah, Patrick yeah, Willis, but I think Luke Kuechly was the benchmark yeah. of what it means to be a dominant off-ball linebacker in the NFL and that level of consistency year after yeah. year after year. Even if we have down years on the defense, Luke was always playing at just a crazy level, and I feel like there were some years where Cam, you know, he had his ups and his downs. But then there were some years where Cam just didn't quite hit as consistent as my man Luke did. So, I mean, hey, man, this is tough. Both of these two are my favorite Panthers ever in the history of this team, man. But uh, Luke Kixley was a monster. A uh, monster. Luke, Kobe Griffin, uh, who's watching with us, shout out, uh, Kobe. Thanks for watching. He says, wrong, Desmond. We can't find anyone close to Keekley if he had a full career. He's top three inside backer of all time. I'm not saying – I'm saying it's it would be easier to find someone similar to Luke Keekley's skill set than it is to find someone similar to Cam Newton's skill set. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that there's a Luke Keekley 2.0 out there, um, but to find a linebacker that basically just Luke was built in the film room. You know what I mean? Like Luke yeah. understood to be able to get in the film room and understand the the tendencies of a player. Anybody can go in there and do that and have if you have the drive to do it as much as Luke did, maybe you can get to that same level. 
you can't just magically wake up one morning and be six foot six, 200 and whatever pounds with an arm that can throw 75 yards flat footed. That's different. <laughs> that's a completely different beast. That's what I meant. That Cam is more like you were saying at the very beginning, uh, Monty, Cam is more like God given gifts, like right. his, 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 his physique, his, like in his peak and the ability to process things when he got to that peak 2014, 15, 16 is where I kind of look at the three years where uh, Cam was at his peak level. Luke, same way. It's it's curious for both of them, though. Both of them had fairly short careers, um, yeah. you know, in terms yeah. of they both could be rated much higher across the board, across the whole league, like history-wise, if they had played at that peak level, maybe, I don't know, in Luke's case, he probably only needed a couple more years, really. Uh, he was borderline there when he, when he retired. Um, I mean, Luke only played, what, like seven seasons? Uh, I think he played eight. If I'm like, because he played, I think one less year than Cam, you know, or roughly about one, you know, because him and Cam played about the same time here in the Panthers. Uh, Cam played, he nine, played from think. 2012 to 2019. Okay, so yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, seven, seventeen, yeah, seventeen. So and then and then Cam, technically he's still active, but right, yeah, <laughs> I, no, he's not. No, he's not. Um, White Chocolate Espresso says Luke will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Went to the Pro Bowl every year except his rookie year. I doubt it. Right. Uh, I don't know. First ballot Hall of Fame. Hey, this is this is another one of those things. Like when we're talking about Cam, like once you start to read off the list of accomplishments, it doesn't become as crazy as you think it does. Like not neither of these dudes have a Super Bowl ring to their name. But when you look at what they were capable of doing in such a short amount of time, I mean, they might not be first ballot, but I I, I do think that Luke Kingsley will be a Hall of Famer. I do. And, and I think with Cam, you know, because I, I, I think when when you look at both, you have to also compare the, you know, the defense versus the offense that they both played on. And, you know, at, at that time or, and, and, you know, because I'm going to go back to what you were talking about here earlier, Cody, when you talk about the prototypical linebacker and what teams build off of. And he will be the staple for that, you know, for that position. Right. That is Cam Newton by definition, in my opinion, you know, especially when we're talking about quarterbacks in today's era. You know, we can list off a laundry list of quarterbacks that directly, you know, that say, hey, well, Cam Newton was a big part of the reason how I played my yeah. like for Jalen Hurts. You know, we can say Jalen Hurts. Kyle Anthony Murray, Richardson. You know, yeah, Anthony Richardson, Lamar Jackson. You know, there's just a laundry list of quarterbacks that, you know, that literally grew up watching Cam Newton and, and, yeah. and mirror their game after Cam Newton. So, you know, Josh so Allen. Just, yeah, Josh Allen, exactly. Absolutely. You know, so I feel like there the list doesn't end from there. So, so if we're just talking about impact of the game, you know, I feel like Kim, you know, kind of has the the kind of the more impact on that position at quarterback than what Luke would have at linebacker. And then again, that's no shade of at Luke at all. I just look think that's this. just how <laughs> hey man, Luke was a freak, dude. Hey, it was hey, an look. animal, bro. Hey, hey, and I'm, I'm even <laughs> I'm even gonna make it hard for my own argument because when we talk about just athletic God-given gifts, bro, like Luke. Luke would, bro, Luke was a right. You you hear Greg Olson say like, dude, you you see how fast this white guy runs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. So you know, I feel like when we're just talking about pure athleticism, you know, Luke, there's it's hard to say there were five better athletes on the field. You know, when when Luke was healthy, there mm. weren't any better defensive player on the on the field, in my opinion. You know, and he I feel like that. Diabolical, he's, he like dominant, just, man. <laughs> yeah, he's on every single. Even if he's not making the tackle. He's around every single every play. Yeah. And I noticed and, and, that his last year. I remember I remember his last year playing, me starting to think he might go because there were times where it felt like uh 
either he was getting lower, lower than yeah. he wanted to, yeah, or somebody was supposed to be there and they weren't, and he got there at the end, and you could see the the frustration, frustration. Yep. arms yeah. up, like, man, what are we doing? And I, at that point, I was like, okay, he might he might be thinking about it. And I've always said, if an athlete's thinking about retirement, they're pretty much retired. He probably should, yeah, yeah. You know, and, like, and dude, it, I remember that 2013 season. I didn't mean to cut you off, Cody. Um, I yeah, just remember right. that 2013 season, and I remember saying every single game. Dude, Luke is everywhere. You know, everywhere, wherever the ball is at, Luke is there. You know, and and to your point, Dez, from 2013 to 2018, you see the difference. It's like it, you can see that he's just a step slower than what he used to be. You know, he, mm -hmm. he's almost there making the play versus, you know, making the play. And it, it was hard hard to see because, you know, he he's it's hard to not like Luke Keekley. You know, I've never met a person that had that didn't absolutely love Luke Keekley. And, you know, for the most part for Cam, I feel that's the same way as well. But Luke was a freak, bro. It's, this is a good argument. Definitely a good yeah. argument. Yeah. And by the way, I have to answer Justin Long in the chat said Luke struggled with his entire career in coverage. False as can be. One of the best coverage. Yeah. Yeah. One of the best coverage linebackers. In the NFL, go back to that Cowboys game in 2015 mm -hmm. where he picked off Tony Romo two times. Yeah, I don't know like, where that came from because I, I thought Luke was one of the better coverage linebackers. Yeah, he, 100 it, the real, yeah, the real knock was he just didn't press, he just didn't rush the quarterback enough. That was if right. you were going to nitpick his game, he just didn't, you know, when you look at his sack numbers, he just didn't have the sack numbers that you were looking for. But everything right. else, yeah, that's why he but was, it was yeah. also more beneficial that way because. Uh, you know, from 2013, 14, and 15, we were getting home with just a four-man rush, so we we weren't really even we that. We weren't right. We weren't dependent on blitzing linebackers. So, for example, Frankie Louvu last season had five sacks, and most of that just came from pressures and blitzes. So, uh, you know, I, you know, you mentioned the athleticism of Luke. Luke is like a perfect storm when elite level athleticism meets elite level uh, preparedness and training and mastering your craft and really just knowing that football is a mental game more than it is even a physical game, as crazy as that might sound. And Luke Kickley was in all of those areas, just elite on every single level. If we're talking about memories, I'm going back to that 2013 game in the rain against New Orleans. He broke the Panthers tackle record that day and it was just incredible man like watching him play was to watch a linebacker take over the game and that was kind of rare you didn't really see the off ball inside linebackers just completely taking over a game so luke cam uh everybody that's still in here uh checking this out i'm trying to figure out a way to differentiate between the two of them because uh, someone had mentioned earlier, if if Luke Keekley was a free agent today, he he would get signed like in the first like ten minutes, you know. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I think that's debatable. I, yeah. And and well, the reason for me yeah. saying that is it's been is what been two years since he's played uh, uh like a snapping in, in the league, and beforehand he was he was having concussion problems. I I wouldn't think he would. I mean, now mind you, I, a team would pick him up. Make no mistake about it. I don't think he wouldn't get signed i just think it he wouldn't be uh the hot topic that everybody's talking about you know 
he's not the 2014, 2015, 2016 Luke Keekley. And that and I think that's the reality of it. You know, and I and I am one that believes that once you take years off of taking the, you know, once you go a couple of years off of from receiving that punishment and giving that punishment, your body gets, you know, gets adjusted to not having to go through that again. So, you know, then having to re-put, I just don't think it would be the 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 praise that everybody thinks it would, but Luke Keekley would still be a sign. That's my if you if you take the 2015 season, because both the offense and defense were playing at a peak level during that year. And I think it's a consensus that's the best year the Panthers have had in franchise history. Who, which side would you say was more on point? Because the offense was the number one ranked offense that season, but they were getting a lot of short fields because of the defense. The defense yeah. was causing, I think they were number one in turnovers that year or something like that. Uh, yeah, and but the then there was a whole bunch of games. And this is, this is arguing against game. my point technically. <laughs> yeah, this is arguing against my point technically, but there there were a lot of games also where you know the Seahawks, uh yeah. the Saints, the, the Giants. Giants, where we, you know the cardiac cats, the Colts ended up yeah, yeah the Colts oh, where we, we just yeah. we, we let go of a big lead and then Cam had to had to do his thing. Look, there's no wrong answer to this question, man. I'm just you know, I, I I don't know, man. Like both of these dudes are the reason I love the Carolina Panthers. So this is like you're dirty for this, Monty. You're dirty. Hey, hey Cody, Cody, you my you my dog, man. Hey, reason is for reason is Cam for me, especially when we if we're looking at the 2015 season. I think when you look at the makeup of that offense versus the makeup of that defense, there was what five Pro Bowlers on that defense. Two All Pro players on that defense. That three All Pro. Uh, no, because because uh, K one Short didn't make the All Pro list. Or I think he either made the second team. I'm not sure. I had to double check. Uh, that that sounds right. Yeah. But it was K one Short, Josh Norman, Thomas Davis, Luke, and I'm missing somebody else on that defense. There was there was at least four or five players I believe that was uh, Pro Bowl players on that defense that year. Other than Cam Newton. I believe, uh, what was it, Jonathan Stewart finished mm-hmm. top 10 in rushing that year. But, mm-hmm. oh, and, and you, of course you have Greg Olsen. But other than Greg Olsen and Cam Newton, bro, the, that offense should have no business, in, the, in in my opinion, in the Super Bowl. Jericho Cotri. When, when you're talking about Jericho Cotri, exactly. Jericho Cotri, uh, Philly Brown, rookie Devin Funches. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Demir Bird, I believe, no, or Ted Ginn. You know, it's, it's when you Kevin look at was hurt. Yeah. Right, right. When you look at that makeup of, you, you know, we had Cameron, Cameron Artis Payne was our n- number two running back that year. You know, I, it, Man, <laughs> it, it, exactly. It was like they had no business in in the Super Bowl whatsoever. And then when you just go back and actually look at that season, you know, you could whether highlights or just actually look at the games, bro. There were there were games where, like like Cody said, the Colts game, Cam is carrying us, carrying us to a win. The Giants game, Cam is carrying us to a win. The and, and then when he gets in the playoffs, bro, he blows the doors off the uh, a top five defense. I, mean, I believe the number one like or the number two scoring defense in Arizona. It's bro, I, it's it's hard to bet against that, you know. And, and I know how dominant Luke was, and I you could say the consistency there, but I also I also will argue there was no consistency on the offense. There wasn't as much consistency on that offense as a whole versus the defense, where you know Ron Rivera was a defensive you know he was a defensive coach you know his his objective was to build that defense and we all argue every year no matter if you like cam newton or not that you know they didn't do enough to build around that offense to support cam newton and i and i make that and I, i'll stand strong on that it was like if you put the offense or the offensive coach that we have now with cam newton coming out bro we're we're so i and i given three years we'd be we could be competing for a super bowl so i know i just yeah 
and can it's, I just say something real quick? It's kind of off topic, but now that we have Bryce Young, like I know on C3, now there's this like tendency of fans to want to compare Bryce to Cam. And now like there are Bryce fans saying, oh, you know, if, if Bryce gets out to a hot start, then he's already the best quarterback. Like, bro, they're no. both our quarterbacks. Right. We don't have to do this revisionist history going back to trash cam yeah. to big up Bryce. Like, it's corny. Yeah. It's it, corny. It, it, I, I see it all the time in the Jordan-LeBron debates where it's like, for some reason, you're not allowed to love both. Like, you have right. to pick, like, one or the other. Right. I'm, like, I'm 45. I'm, I'm old enough where I watch the entirety of Jordan's career. watch the entirety of LeBron's career. I can – it's okay for me to be like, this one's better than the other one. It doesn't mean the other one sucks. It just right. means the other one, I've seen greatness. Like, right. And this isn't the same thing as what I've seen as greatness before. I don't know, but today's society, man, that's what it is where it's like, if you pick yeah, a side, man. everything else has to be garbage. Like, it can't be yeah. on the level yeah. of it. So, it, I don't know, it's a weird uh, dynamic. Shout and out all to those, that. yeah, all those things that Monty just said about Cam is true. Like, even if Bryce balls out, if you go back, it doesn't mean that Cam had elite receivers Elite offensive line play. He was having to do with what he had. So right. Uh shout out to uh my girl Kieran uh Choi from Facebook says Cam carried that whole Falcons defense too. That was 2015. That uh that oh, yeah. play where he carried like eight dudes. That's <laughs> like my favorite play of all just time. Kept going like and stretching out. I just when if if I have to choose between these two, when we're getting down to the point where we need to pick these guys, um, if I had to choose between these two, I, I guess I'm using who who could the team win without? And then the, the answer is the other player. You know what I mean? Like, could the yeah. Panthers still win a game without Luke Keekley? Like, in those sessions? Probably, yeah, and I think they had to a couple of times because he was out with concussions and things of that sort. Could Later, the team yeah. win without Cam? Mm. Uh, because the team is built around him. Like, even the, right. defense, the way they played was built to get the ball back to them to run the ball. And – if Cam is hurt, those were those are some struggle. Uh, yeah, those, you know? I, I also just don't think that any of those defenses for Carolina would be even a tenth as good as they were if it wasn't for Luke Kuechly making everything run like it did. Yeah, that's true too. I mean, they kind of yeah, they go together. I mean, yeah, because like you could say <clears throat> Cam wouldn't have been as great as he was if he didn't have the defense uh, that he had. Uh, knowing that you know I could play a little looser, knowing my defense is going to get it back for me or whatever, and the defense probably wouldn't has been as good if they didn't have this dominant run game led by Cam Newton uh, and, and my boy Jay Stu and uh, Mike Tolbert. Uh, White Chocolate Expresso says Cam Stewart, Olson, Khalil, Trey Turner, Mike Tolbert, Luke Thomas Davis, Josh Norman, KK Short all made the Pro Bowl in 2015. Boy, those are the days, wasn't it? Like that's half the team, <laughs> half the team in the Pro Bowl, like. I- I just put up a poll on the on the C three channel. If anybody would like to chime in with their voice, Cam Newton or Luke Kickley. Yeah, guys, if you're if, if you're watching, go ahead and start putting in your votes in the uh, in the comments here. Just just type in either Cam or Luke. Uh, we'll start uh, trying to figure this out. Um, Kieran said Derek Anderson wasn't going to put up thirty, in my opinion. And, right. Yeah, hey, right. and I was going to say that just right. just to go back to your point, Des, and we're going to talk about just winning. The last time we won seven or more games was when was I believe twenty eighteen was when uh, Cam was our was our starter. Yeah. That's the last time we won seven or more games, and since so twenty since twenty eighteen we've won at five or 
well, no, I'm sorry. Let me let me not say that because we just won six games this year. So you know, I, I can't make that statement with or oh, seven. Uh, we finished seven? We're seven. I'm sorry, we just won seven after yeah. dumping Matt Rule. So so let me recant that statement because I was going to say, well, we're talking about winning. We really haven't won that many games without Cam being <laughs> under center. Look at we're going to be honest. Look at the quarterback position since we we released. Yeah. I mean, we've like seven quarterbacks in seven quarterbacks in like five years. You know, now, and now I, granted, some of that was the ineptitude of Matt Rule. Uh, like mm-hmm. some of that could have been avoided, probably. But um, yeah, we haven't had any consistency at that position since then. Whereas with Luke, uh, Shaq kind of just slid right in. Now, I'm not saying Shaq Thompson is anywhere close <laughs> to the player that Luke Keekley was, but the drop off wasn't as severe as it was at our quarterback position in terms of uh, play. Right? Like, I mean, you, I'm. I'm okay with Shaq being the middle linebacker. I was not okay with name a name a guy <laughs> from 2018 yeah. on, like from Kyle Allen to whoever uh, Baker Mayfield. Like I, but I'm, we're we're also kind of like splitting hairs because, like what Monty said earlier, like look, hey, big up to Shaq, but it, he's not Luke. We have we have not replaced that position ever since Luke Kicker retired. Like. It, it, that's when you really don't realize what you've got until it's gone. Everything that he did for us, man, we've been through Tareer Whitehead, but we've been through a bunch of different yokels, man. And it's like yeah. none of them have ever even been able to come close to what Lucas has been able to do. Yeah, but I think Shaq kind of softens that blow a little, you know, yeah, uh, versus, little. you know, yeah. you know, he, he softens that blow of losing Luke versus, We've lost Cam, and, and you know, like they said, we've had a you know the musical chairs at quarterback ever since, you know, and and to to the point where we had to bring Cam back, and still, you know, a, a shell of himself, Cam. <laughs> that you was know, the, so. that was the greatest game of that entire season. Like, oh, dude, and and, and I hated we home. lost, man. And it, <laughs> it, 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 it hurt so bad we lost. I was there and ended up getting sick as a dog the next day, bro. <laughs> I was there that game, man, and I was so pissed we lost, bro. I was talking. Every Washington fan I could see. Yeah, again and I had two uh, friends that went, and one of one of them was a huge Redskins fan. The other one's uh, an Eagles fan, and they they went down there to go watch it. And man, um, I was and hurt. they hate they hate Cam Newton, but they were like, when Cam Newton came out that tunnel, that was the oh, dude they ever heard a stadium. The, the like, stadium, the stadium was shaking, it, bro. It was probably the wildest time I, I and I've been to quite a few different games at the at the Panther Stadium. Yeah, probably one of the best times I've ever been, bro. It, it was from from the atmosphere from the time you walked in. Everybody had their camp because that was the hat game. Everybody mm-hmm. had their their hat, bro. <laughs> it was it was so dope, man. It, and I just hate we we couldn't close that game out. It would have that's that's all I would have needed. We if he never won yeah, another won. game in, yeah, in been Panther perfect. history. Yep. That would have been what I needed. I would have just, you know, to seal it out. Like, go ahead, get the win against Washington. But either way. Oh, gosh. Well, you so, know, here's 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 my thing here, and then we got to go ahead and get these votes in. Justin Long pubs up with the best point I've seen so far in the comments section. Cam literally changed the position. Yeah. He changed the position of quarterback where the, the, the name the top quarterbacks in the league right now. Who, who would you say is the top five quarterbacks in the league right now? Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow. Uh, I say I'm a Josh Allen fan. I think people yeah, are me too. Josh Allen. Yeah, Josh I think, Allen. I think Justin Herbert is too. I'd put Jalen Hurts in the top five. Jalen Hurts. I put Jalen Hurts yeah. top four. Uh, I can't put Justin, Justin Herbert top five. Not bro. top five. Not yet. Yeah, I just can't, bro. Um, <laughs> Maybe Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. But the point being, I'd rather have Herbert than Rodgers at this the, point. I, I'd, I'd probably know, take Herbert over Rodgers. Out of those five, three of those quarterbacks are heavily influenced by Cam Newton. 
grown up watching Cam Newton. I put. Lamar I think we're Jackson being disrespectful. I'm sorry, Des. Uh, we forgot Lamar Jackson. There we go. I, was I, was like, yeah, I, I put Lamar. Yeah. I put yeah, Lamar absolutely. in there definitely. And we've seen these guys say, "Hey, in 2011, I was in the 10th grade or whatever, like watching Cam Newton, like get yeah. drafted by the Panthers. Like I molded my game around Cam Newton and the way he played, the way he he was the first. I think he might be the first. I'm trying to think. Cam might be the first guy, the first African-American quarterback that I could think of where kids of all colors wanted to be like him, like yeah. after a certain point. Because, yeah. yeah, of course, we had Warren Moon and, you know, Doug Williams and but all, all these, these greats. But Cam is the first one that kind of made the position where it was like, it's okay to, yeah. to run. It's okay yeah. to have a strong and not, even just the, and, not even just, and not even just the play style, but – him just being a big kid on the football field. Personality. Like yeah. nobody, nobody was having more fun than Cam, than Cam Newton. It, it, it was infectious, you know? It, it's, so it's like that also added to it. That it's like, hey, man, yeah, you're playing a game for a living. Don't forget that. Yeah, it's big business, big money, but you get to play a game for a living. And I felt like Cam do that man look yeah. at me arguing on behalf of monty man <laughs> uh vic was big too yes mike vic was big too but of course th that's not exactly vic had actually vic had some flaws like in his game yeah. like you know cam yeah. did too but not as many like cam was I, I hate that i hate fine. the vic versus cam i mean yeah the vic versus cam argument is is kind of a a wasted argument because you know when you just look at yeah vic was a, a dynamic runner but I, well we're just talking about the totality of them being a runner cam was a better red zone um option than oh, vic you know he was a better yeah. exactly better short yardage that's and that's the thing i feel like that separates cam than most of these quarterbacks you know because cam might not have had the long distance runs or the you know the 70 yard runs downfield but it's like he has 40 50 yard big runs house calls you know he can run over you he can literally jump you know run over you jump over you can can make you you know can make you miss an open in open field but when it comes down to that red zone bro that's a form of offense you know there was it was almost at one point where you can 100 bank when we get to the red zone cam newton if, if we're even at fourth and one fourth and three cam yeah. newton is going to go is going to be able to yeah. get a pick up pick it up or either get us in the end zone to score Just so you know yeah yeah it's like dude he's 6'6 250 like dude all he has to do is fall forward and he's picking he's picking it up and you know i feel like that's a form of offense that a lot of quarterbacks just physically can't run you know they they can't take that abuse and cam newton did it for almost a decade you know here, so not it's just here wait here's another thing too that separates cam from luke for me when you start talking about the intangibles because we were saying before what makes a player a player on this on this mount rushmore it's not just his stats it's not just the records they had it's not just yeah. their playing ability it's what they meant to the franchise and to me cam made the panthers national like, yeah, we weren't getting national television games until Cam Newton was here. I don't know. He's if we the biggest up. superstar that the Panthers have yeah. ever had. I'll say it, it, in Charlotte sports history. I mean, like, if we're going to be honest, in, in mm, the yeah. city of Charlotte, there's no bigger athlete than Cam Newton. No, maybe other than Steve Smith. Maybe other than Steve maybe Smith. Maybe Smitty. I was going to yeah. say maybe Larry Johnson, like early 90s. Like if you were around when the Hornets had uh, LJ and So and Muggsy and those guys. Like, like, even at the peak of the Hornets, do you think the – and that's what I was arguing the other day on Twitter. No. Even at the peak of the Hornets, they were never as big as 2015 uh, Carolina. No. You know, no, like, not on a national scale. No, you're right. Yeah, right. Like, this, is, this is also why last time we did this when we were debating Cam versus Steve, that was my main argument. That yeah. you know, Steve, for as incredible as a receiver as he was, Cam being the quarterback 
and inspiring people and, you know, rewriting the game of what it means to play that position. And the fact that him and Marshawn Lynch were the most dominant red zone threats in the NFL for for the, for a decade that they played ball. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, like Cam too. There's another thing with Cam that always made me laugh. Cam Newton is the only football player I can ever think of that would have people talking about what he wore at the podium on Sunday on Wednesday. Like I was going through this every single week where I'd have to hop into a thread or something where people are either clowning or defending whatever he wore to the post game podium press conference four days later, (laughs) like after it, like that happened Sunday night, it's Wednesday afternoon. I'm going through Twitter and I'm seeing people still talking about the, the hat that he wore or the, the overalls or the pajamas or whatever it was he wore that day. And I'm just like, this is, these are grown men. <laughs> these are grown men sitting there debating what this dude is wearing from four days ago. But you know, that's what, about the Panthers and the, and the Falcons next week. That's what made Cam so iconic for me because because that's the thing. You know, when you look at the NBA, that's that's kind of that's been the NBA's thing. You know, you know, ever since Allen Iverson, you know, they had the you know where they let players wear pretty much whatever they want to express themselves. The NFL has never been that type. You know, yeah. the NFL has been you know. Right. You know, so machine like, so dry cut. Exactly. And then here, here comes Cam Newton that's wearing yellow uh, cheetah stripe pants. You know, to the Super Bowl, <laughs> looking like your auntie oh, showing up at a PTA meeting. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it, it, <laughs> and no matter whether you liked it or not, it's like, dude, Cam Newton on a national level had people talking about the Carolina Panthers that never talked. For instance, bro, Betty White is was on film dabbing during the Super Bowl. I was gonna say the dab. He brought yeah, the dab like, into play. Like old people were doing the dab for like absolutely. a year. That's all Cam. Cam popularized the dab way more than the Migos ever did. Migos did. Yeah. I was oh, going to say that. The Migos that record right. to Cam Newton. They, you know, I the Migos. Yeah, but hey, so I, I'm arguing on behalf of Luke. Let me just say this though before we end it out, bro. It I, I miss so badly the chills that you would get when Luke Kickley would make a tackle. Oh yeah. And by the way, if they were at home or not at home. Luke. Everyone and their mama. <laughs> Luke. Man, I miss those days, man. Damn it, bro. We gotta vote. We gotta vote. I feel like we kind of I got an idea of where it is. Nobody followed directions in the comments. Everyone's still just kind of talking. Nobody put in their, <laughs> their votes at all. I'm sort of scrolling. At what point it, it leaned Luke though? Uh, you know, when we first were starting before we had the little technical issues, it, it was Luke at one point. Because you know, there was a lot of it's shifting a little bit. Cam had national commercial. Like I said, Cam put the Panthers on the map, even briefly, as a yeah. national brand. Right. Like it be, I got to the point, like, uh, I remember when they played the Patriots primetime, uh, when Cam had that that crazy run, like, 40-yard yeah. run where he was, like, ducking yeah. and dodging people all over Made the place. the whole team miss. Yeah, like, some people got two chances at him. Like, I mean, and the, the announcers were just, like, dumbstruck. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are we – what is this? What are we watching? Yeah. Like, the poll, like that, man. Uh, mm. the poll that I put up on uh, – C3 right now has Cam Newton at 60% and Luke Kickley at 40%. Let's go ahead and vote this out. Uh, Cody, you go first. Who, uh, well, you, I mean, you nominated. <laughs> you nominated. I assume you're going to vote for him. You shouldn't assume. <laughs> you, should, you just shouldn't assume. And you that's the beauty of this process. You, you can bring a guy you in. Know, oh, you know what they say about assuming. <laughs> it makes a, out of you and me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, look, man. Uh, uh, Monty did me dirty today uh, by picking my literal favorite football player uh, in history. 
You're still wrong for that, Monte. I don't know if I'll ever forgive you. He played uh, I love really. you, brother. It's love. <laughs> it is love. Boom. But also, since the fact that if Cam were to lose today, he Keep couldn't even be on the mountain. Bro, hey Cody, got, hey, I'll be honest, brother. That was part reason why I had to pick him. Like, I, I know, I, I know. I couldn't let you know. We could Strategy. not have my cam on there. We we could not have number one on. Yeah, there, yeah. Got to have him um, there. Yeah. So now, now this puts Luke in that position in that hot seat because it sounds like we're all going cam. That, yeah. is, is that where we're going? So cam cam takes slot yeah. number two on the Panthers Mount Rushmore. So right now you got Steve Smith Jr. Uh, who's slot number one. Cam Newton is number two. Uh, Luke Keekley now is in that position where if he's voted uh, uh, or nominated a second time, he might be possibly eliminated from these discussions. So it's going to start getting interesting. We haven't had any debates uh, two defensive guys yet. Um, so I'm wondering when that's going to pop up. There's a couple of names. I'm curious, too, because I'm older than both you guys are, I'm pretty sure. And I'm wondering if we're going to get into like the old school Panthers, like the, the beginning, like 95, 96, like 97. Those got the Sam Mills, the uh you know what i mean like the 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 guys from back wesley walls you know like guys from back in the day back then or is there going to be kind of a cutoff where it's like 2003 kind of onward uh for this thing because if if we're if we're talking about culture you have to mention sam mills right but i think there are more football players yeah that if we're just talking about what they did on the field i think there are yeah, yeah, there's gonna be some players that are probably gonna deserve to be up there. Uh like I like Peppers, obviously, that's the name that comes to mind. Right. You know, if we're talking about that era of Panther football. Yeah. Uh, and Sam might be it might turn out that Sam isn't on the Mount Rushmore because he he's kind of on a different level than the rest of them because all of this is kind of possible for like keep pounding comes from him. Like they still right. say that to this day. Like it's it's the mantra. And uh, another thing too, I I, I noticed watching a uh, blueprint. Uh, definitely go check that out. The Carolina Panthers behind the scenes thing that's on Panthers.com. Uh, and I believe it's on their YouTube channel. The fact that they've made such a concentrated point to reach back in the past. Like I, I was reading an article where um, they've Frank Wright and others, they've invited former players to come into these OTAs and to be around. So they're there. So it's like, and I never understood why they didn't do this before. Like I never understood why like Matt rule never did this really, but like Thomas Davis has been there. Stu has been there. Smitty's been there with the rookie receivers. Uh, I mean, they've had guys coming in and out, just like talking to the guys and just being brought back into the franchise. And like, they're kind of building this, like, uh, I always heard that Dave Tepper admired the Steelers and the way they had been built and that he wanted to build the Panthers in the same way. The Steelers are the way they are is because they, they embrace their history. Like they, they know that they have all time grace. They have hall of famers. They, they come back. They, they aren't shunned or pushed away. And for these guys, and maybe in the season we do a, a, a ring of honor segment. Cause some of these guys aren't in the ring of honor that probably need to be. Um, and that's more than four slots. So that that's yeah. where some of these will probably end up landing, but this is the cream, of the crop top four, Steve Smith, and now Cam Newton uh, have, has made it. There's two slots left. Uh, I have no idea what's going to happen after this <laughs> in terms of who's going to get in. Uh, guys, any final words before we get out of here? We'll be back next Monday uh, with a new episode. Uh, any any final words for this week? Yeah, man. Uh, keep pounding. Uh, you know, we're going to look out for these blueprints. Uh, Monty's still wrong for making me go against Cam Newton today. Uh, I'll never forgive him. Uh, but uh, 
Yeah, and, uh, ne- next week. Hey, I won't even spoil it. I'm picking Luke next week. Oh no! I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have to like institute a rule or something. They gotta space out a week or something. Oh, come on, man! Make it predictable. Nobody's gonna want to have Luke off the raft. Like we, we got. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. A little bit. Uh, I promise I won't pick Luke next week. How about that? I promise I, I'll go so far. <laughs> yeah, bro. Don't do it again. Let's do some defense. Let's get some defensive guys. Yeah, let's do defensive guys next week. That's fine. I can do that. I can do so, that. Or Desmond, uh, you can even pick what player we argue on behalf of. I'm down for that too. I, I might I might start throwing wild cards in there where you guys pick one each and then I throw a wild card player in there just so we can get to enough of a group of players to debate on. So that might be an option too, because there's a couple Absolutely. in my head where I'm like, that guy should at least get talked about or be in the consideration, uh, you know, yeah. in the debate. So we might do it that way uh, going forward next week. Shout out to everybody that stopped by. Sorry about the uh, the copyright restriction uh, stream mess up YouTube. Our bad. We'll uh, we'll do better. We promise. <laughs> so like, you don't have to worry about that uh, going forward. You can hear the audio version of this on the Keep Pounding uh, Podcast Network, powered by the Fans First Sports Network. Uh, on any major uh, podcast outlet, it'll be out a little bit later on today. Uh, you can watch the video of this and previous episodes on the Tobacco Road YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash at Tobacco Road Sports Radio. Go follow everybody's stuff. Uh, like I said, Monty's with the Four Man Rush. Uh, you can follow their stuff there. Cody is with the Carolina Cat Chronicles. They're always putting out great content each week. Uh, and Cody, if I'm going to say you host the free-for-all on Fridays, right? Yeah, every Friday at 7 p.m., man. Come through. That's for anybody and everybody. If you want to come in, yeah, talk Panther football. Part of the show. Yeah, they'll actually yeah absolutely. So definitely yeah, check man. them out. So for Monty, for Cody, I'm Daz. We'll talk to you next Monday, 1030 uh, a.m. live. Embrace debate. Keep pounding. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline.